0: It's now time for Team Talk on ESPN Radio 101.7 The Team. 101.7 The Team is your home for New Mexico United, the Dallas Cowboys, L.A. Dodgers, and much more. Now, Team Talk on 101.7 The Team.
1: I hate everything about them so much. They are the bane of my existence. I despise them so much. But I understand there's nothing any of us can do, but it drives me insane.
2: 6.30 start.
1: Phen- oh, my. Good, phenomenal. I might wear shorts, sandals. It's great. Love it. But, yeah, no, the, the late starts, everybody deals with it, but the more TV games you have, it, but it's hard.
0: Well, there you go. Obviously coach richard patino giddy about the six thirty start tonight no television it is on the mountain west network uh more on that later but uh he's talking about you know showing up in shorts and sandals well 40 degrees we checked on it sam and laramie People I mean, laramie might actually that, show up in shorts no and kidding. sandals t-shirt the whole nine yards <laughs> uh so Anyway, Lobos tonight against Wyoming, looking forward to that, and um, we're going to be here till 6 o'clock because I want to make sure Sam is in front of his three computers, his tablet, and his phone for tonight's game because I know there's a bunch of other games that he's going to be keeping his eye on. He's going to have his... A uh, bearded dragon with him. He's going to have his puppy with him. So I want to give him enough time to get home and get settled in. Uh, so when we talk about this thing tomorrow, he'll have uh, even that much more of an educated understanding of the game, seeing it from the tip off on
2: through Sam. It- yeah, th- this is the reversal because Coach Patino and I have the exact opposite feelings. The eight thirty games are great for me. This is a little bit different tonight, but. We are I I appreciate you accommodating. We'll make sure it all happens and more importantly, he needs to be comfortable with what he needs yes. so the team can follow suit.
0: But with that, you're right because of the fact that you're here uh, most nights till 7 on the air and then you've got you got other Got to get stuff. from here to the pit Well, from Rio and then you have got usually about 45 minutes worth of work after the show because you're cutting up all this stuff to make sure we send it to Seth Bitoff our webmaster so all the these shows can be archived. People, if you want to listen to anything you might have missed on Team Talk, go to 1017theteam.com, 1017theteam.com. I wanted to just kind of hang here until 6.30, and then you and I would cozy up here. You know, we got a great spot. It's like a sports bar in here, but it's our office. I was thinking we would just get on, you know, that... uh, I'm not going to go too far. I thought we would watch the game together. Uh, I said, hey, we'll get a pizza and... You were tempted, but you've got that bearded dragon and that puppy uh, that you want to make sure you take good care of, and I respect that. So you'll be out of here. I'll be out of here. We'll both be in front of the TV because, man, the more I look at this and- Forget about the fact that the Lobos are 10-point. Who cares? I I look at this as like, hey, a game that like New Mexico has got to win. The types of games that New Mexico has got to win to have the season that they're looking to have. And when the probability on ESPN is about 90% that the Lobos will win, well... That's, again, a game that you'd think New Mexico um, should be able to get out of with a win. You would
2: think, but tell that to Colorado State, who was at about 99.3% with a minute to go in the last home game, (laughs) the last time they were on that floor. That
0: is a great point. And that arena auditorium, and we're going to have the play-by-play guy, uh, Keith Kelly, Guest here a number of different times. He does the the play by play for Wyoming. I want to get his hunch on how many people are going to be in the joint. I mean, you've got a team. You know, nice weather there. No uh, issues with the roads as far as we know. Uh, and you got a top twenty five team coming to town, Sam. They the the. Uh, Arena Auditorium holds about 12,000. Their largest crowd this season is the 7,100 that they drew against their uh, rival, uh, Colorado State. Uh, The rest have been between 3,700 and 4,600. I think they had 4,600 for Coach Alford and Nevada in their win against Nevada at home. Uh, So, yeah, I'm curious to see because that is a unique Ven- uh, venue and over the years they've been very good at home, including this year eight and one at home, eight, eight and one at home, eight and one at home. And yeah, that that one loss was
2: to St. Mary's back in the non-conference. Uh, wait, what wasn't
0: it? I I thought it was Weber State. Or excuse me, no, Weber no, that's State. okay. You are thinking of CSU. There is a yeah, that's okay. Ma- yeah, so St. Mary's has played
2: just about everybody else. Yes, Weber State. Thank you.
0: Yeah, Dame Lillard's alma mater. That's right. Uh, so uh, yeah, and-, and Scott Bamforth and Scott Bamford Del Norte High School Albuquerque's own Scott Bamford. No. Uh, so anyway, 8-1 at home. Um undefeated in the conference at home. Right? I yeah, guess, it, yeah, cuz uh, the one loss was to Weber State. So then don't we have three teams that we that would be undefeated in the Mountain West at home if that's the case? In the
2: Mountain West, yeah, Utah State and San Diego State are still undefeated for the whole season.
0: Oh, okay, that's what it is.
2: They're undefeated for the whole season. They haven't lost any games yet. Wyoming is undefeated at home in Mountain West play, though, yes.
0: And, like, off the top of my head, then they're one of only three teams. I mean, everybody else has lost at home, right? San Diego State, Utah State are undefeated in conference play at home, and Wyoming is undefeated in conference play at home. So this is one where overconfidence cannot be part of the game tonight. No, it can't, and... Let's dive into that, Sam. Your take on this, Lobo's 17-point lead, the first go-around in the pit, they won by 17. So is there a risk of New Mexico kind of thinking this is going to be pretty easy up there?
2: I no, got, I mean, no, you, yeah. you, you got to throw that one out. And a lot of times you throw out the first game because it's in a different place, either it was on your floor and then you're going there or the teams are different and Wyoming is certainly a better team now. They're a significantly better
0: team now. Than they were when they came to the pit all those. January 6th, by the way, was when they played that first game in the pit. I don't know. This
2: this year, man, time time is working differently this year than it has every other year in my lifetime. That was a month ago. That feels like it was five months ago. But regardless, Wyoming is a better team now. And you had the whole situation that I still can't understand what happened. Four minutes into the game, I mean, it was the basketball equivalent of you and I putting a show sheet together and then breaking news coming on right beforehand, and we got to scribble all over the place and reshuffle things around. Four minutes into that game, Mason Walters, their NAIA Player of the Year transfer from Jamestown, he gets his third foul four minutes into the game, and he get first he gets the second one, Jalen House draws a charge, which... That could be a very fun matchup tonight. I know they don't play the same position, and they do. They're on different parts of the floor, but he gets the second foul because Jalen House draws a charge, and then he goes into autopilot mode and is like, all right, well, two fouls. I guess I'm going to come out of the game now. Next thing you know, we have a perfect position. We have a perfect spot at him because we're sitting on media row. We're looking right at Wyoming's bench. We're looking right at him. He starts looking all over the place like, wait a minute. I'm still in the game. And then heads up play by the Lobos to go right at him the next play to get the third foul. And then that was just, it was just chaos after that. So you really can't take much of anything away from that first game.
0: You're listening to Team Talk. He is Sam Hauser. I'm Joe Neal. Well, it's... Here, what Coach Richard Pitino said about how the Lobos in Wyoming are different compared to that first meeting on January
1: 6th. You lose to UNLV and you go on a five game winning streak, and you you know you're you're averaging like twenty point victories. So, although we just lost, like if you take a step back, we're playing phenomenal basketball. Um, so, I think both teams are different. You know, I mean, Wyoming, it was early for them. It was early for us. They've gone on to win five games, um, you know, beating some really good teams at their place. It's always very, very unique to try to win up there. Um, You know, so I think we're both better, you know. I mean, I think uh, and most teams in our league are better now than when they first started.
0: All right. So he mentioned... It's always difficult up there. Last year, the Lobos were able to eke out a one point. They played Wyoming three times last year. Uh, They, uh, what order was it? Gosh darn it. Um, It was up there first. Okay, up there first. New Mexico wins by one. Yep. Down here second, Wyoming wins by, uh, I think, 12 or 14. Without Jalen House. Okay. Then they play the third time last year uh, in the Mountain West Tournament. And New Mexico uh, wins comfortably by 11. So, like, you know, they, they've already played again. So, I mean, this uh, teams are familiar with each other, you know, getting that extra game against each other uh, back in the Mountain West Tournament. Big win for Richard Pitino to get that W against... Wyoming. It had been a drought uh, in those Mountain West Conference tournaments, Sam. I mean, like, oh, I'm telling you, I, if if you look at Craig Neal's uh, after his first year in which uh, they won the thing, that was Kendall Williams and, and company winning the thing, he didn't win a single Mountain West Conference game. Coach Weir gets to New Mexico, takes him to the finals in his first year, He doesn't win any more games in the... It's been a drought in the Mountain West uh, Conference Tournament. I mean, that's where we're starting from here, and Lowe was able to get that last year, fell to Utah State in the next round. Which has
2: been probably the most consistent element of the Mountain West Tournament, certainly in the time that I've been here, is playing Utah State in the second round of the tournament
0: yeah well that's uh not good hopefully it's not the case this year obviously so all right so uh your other thoughts as we preview and really looking forward to here in a few minutes uh getting caught up with Keith Kelly he's the host of the sport zone on 97.5 up there in Cheyenne he also is the radio voice for Wyoming men's basketball. So we'll talk to him in a little bit. But other other things to touch on before we get to that.
2: Other things to touch on. You know, we always look, like to look at trends going into these games. What teams have been doing recently since they were playing the Lobos? And really, we started this last week with Boise and or Boise, excuse me. I know they they're very particular Boise State about how poor they had been shooting the ball and what they've done in the last against the Lobos and what they've done since then. So you look at Wyoming. You got to put the last one aside because they really took a big step back against UNLV. I mean, that was pretty pitiful. They scored 48 points. The game was on the road, but 48 points at UNLV. I'm gonna.
0: I got the numbers on that. But go
2: ahead on the other games. You're obviously looking so back. They, yeah. So they took a big step back because the first four Mountain West games, including the loss at the Pit, they were averaging 65 and a half points a game. That's not going to win you many ball no. games. The next four after that. That number shoots up to 81 a game. How
0: about that? So How about that? So,
2: I mean, when, when you see that they've been playing better basketball, it's not just they've been winning. No. They've been scoring a yeah. lot more.
0: Jeff Linder is a very a competent coach. He was a guy that everybody was looking at, like, maybe skipping out of Wyoming after last year before they had all these injury problems. Graham Ike, for starters, uh, and men, um, they, they're his kind of uh line graph took a a hit and he's like regrouping now and doing it in some unconventional ways going after NAI guys and and different guys uh you know uh in the north uh, up there you know North Dakota I believe whatever but yeah, anyway Mason
2: Walters Jamestown North Dakota okay
0: there you go uh so uh, is, like you're you're saying his standards much higher than what we've seen out of them in conference play. They they were terrible last year. Uh the game against UNLV nothing but terrible, all right? You like you said they were scoring a lot of points, they were shooting the the ball well, okay? Getting open looks from three so on and so forth. So in that game against UNLV, Wyoming 4 of 25 from behind the three-point line a frigid 16% Ugh. And then 18 of 54 from the field. So that'll get you. How many points did they score? 52? 48. 48? I was being generous. Okay. We, you know, right before the Boise game, I was telling you time and time again about, like, what a bad shooting team they were. And lo and behold, they seemed to have a night against New Mexico. Um, so, you know, the, Wyoming off a. a Bad, bad performance against UNLV. Had where that came from, I'm sure he's wondering. Uh, but uh they uh they had fourteen turnovers. They only created four turnovers for UNLV. So uh maybe that's the reason why the Lobos are a ten point favorite tonight, Sam. Yeah,
2: I mean, there's kind of this this feeling out there, you know, is the formula out about how to beat the Lobos? First things first, a lot not every team in the conference can do the things that Boise State can, Boise. Now, it is going to be interesting tonight to see about Mason Walters and if he's going to bring the ball up the floor like Tyson Dagenhart did last week. But you talk about the formula. I mean, that's the formula for how the Lobos were just wiping the floor with teams and how they would do the same thing tonight as UNLV had 10 steals. They forced 14 turnovers. That's Lobo basketball.
0: Yeah. And you're right. Will... Jeff Linder and his staff have been studying every nook and cranny of the Lobo-Boise Bo- State game. You sure, know it. sure, but you know what? They had 20 other games to take a look at, too. So uh, before we, like, oh, did Boise reflect something that's going to be an Achilles heel, I'd rather just see how it um, plays out a little bit more um, going into tonight's game. Um, I, I Man, I... Well, Mason Walters, I mean... Oh,
2: Dude, the, the ground has been the, the ground has been paved on this for for some time now.
0: Uh, the uh, the on. thought of having somebody other than the guy that Jalen House is guarding get the ball across Heard half that court a few times, <laughs> going back like a year. All right, I've been saying this like last year, like. Why in the heck would not somebody else the off guard or whatever? And it's a luxury when your big guy can do it because typically the big guys guarding the big guys aren't used to guarding, you know, full court man to man. You know, uh, they're generally not ex- accepted, uh, expected to. I, I will see if if that. I mean, uh, you know, probably. Well, I mean, you could always switch Jalen House off of him, but then the guy that's your typical point guard will eventually get the ball back, and now you got somebody other than house guarding their their point guard but we will see uh it certainly worked well for boise boise that's right okay thank you um so i i will see if like that that but that'll be just uh, yeah well it well i say it's going to be a fraction of all the stuff that goes on but the way that that was working so well for the lobos in that stretch
2: it's wyoming's it, best chance
0: uh Just yes. Yes. Uh, But at the same time, they're playing at a very high pace, scoring those points, like you said, except for UNLV and, you know, doing something like that also is then like reacting to what New Mexico is doing at the same time. Let's not forget that, you know, like, yeah, Boise was able to, to do it and still run all their set things and whatnot. Like, you know, you try and force it and you got different people on different places on the court when the ball's coming across half court. You know, you might be, you know, outsmarting yourself, so to speak. All righty. Uh, we are going to uh, take a quick break. Um, and when we come back, we got to uh, get caught up with Keith Kelly. He's the host of Sports Zone uh, up there in Cheyenne, he's also the radio voice. For the University of Wyoming, we'll preview tonight's game with him. And uh, just a reminder that today is a great day to get that new hot tub or swim spa. Fun for the entire family and a great way to soothe away those aches and pains. Cal spas and jacuzzi are making it even easier with up to $1000 off select models and other offers uh, are available. See the variety. I mean, I've seen them with my, I've seen them for myself, Sam. See the variety of these beautiful models now available at 1460 Renaissance across from Sam's Club. That is Cow spas and jacuzzi. You can't miss them. All right. Quick break. Then we go up to Wyoming. He's Sam Hauser. I'm Joe O'Neill. Team Talk, ESPN Radio 101.7, The Team.